All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Amchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down, Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in to another episode of Nation Real Life, and this is going to be a fun episode of Nation Real Life as well. we got a special guest sitting in with us. I'm Tyler Rumchuk. Chalmers is here. Bag Milk is not. Wanye is. Jay is. And guys, before we get going with the podcast today, we need to give some love to the fine folks over at Jappa, our title sponsor. They're giving away pens. The pens that Bag Milk, although he's not here to hype them up, is always, always talking about. Hit up their social media. They're giving you some chances to win some pens. And you know what? Tomorrow, or maybe today, depending on when you're listening to the podcast, Jappa is going to be down in Vegas for the 2020 Con Expo. They'll be hanging out at the XCMG booth. Stop by, say hi to the Jappa crew. Check out on their social medias. They had a bunch of really funny videos before the trip. So check them out. And now we can get to our big guest, Frank Becker, one of the Oilers fans coming over from Germany, host of Oilers Talk and Oilers Podcast in Germany. Joining us live in the dungeon basement, Frank. Hey, 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 dungeon basement. This is a multimedia recording studio that's got 15 kilometers of cable wound around. We've got a screen pointing at us with sound reverberation showing. Or we at turned least a light on today? We've got at least 25 electrical outlets taken. This is not a dungeon. This is an absolute splendor. Frank, how's it going? He's <laughs> defensive about it. Tyler's here to keep it on the rails. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine. Thank you. And it's a pleasure to be here. Be honest, out of 10, how nice is the podcast studio? You're not going to hurt our feelings. It's just, excellent. It's it's, it's awesome. functional. It's functional. It's excellent. Uh, I'd be happy if I'd have that much technique stuff in my studio. 
which is my um, uh, living room. <laughs> so the basement of a restaurant, though, is pretty pretty gangster. I have to say, really. Kind of think so. You. When I watch like Godfather or something like that, and they yeah. go to the basement of the rest, they go through the kitchen to the yeah, base. You never yeah. know what's going on most, down yeah, the basement no. well, of a think, restaurant. Most thing it's 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 the walk to a murder. But uh, Craig, yeah, we're going to murder some podcast, yeah. some we're, content. Yeah. Craig, Craig McTavish <laughs> was on the show. Craig McTavish was on the show the other day, oh, and I was really? sitting at home watching. He's sitting right there, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god, Mac T is at Little Brick. He knows how weird we live. I'm so embarrassed, slash impressed. This is ridiculous. It's it's what comes out of the studio. It's functional. The equipment's good. Yeah, it is definitely. Yeah. We made it cheaped out on the decor, but we're working on. It. This has also taken two years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chalmers was supposed to help me, and then he stopped helping me. And I would say, "Hey, when are we working on the podcast studio?" And he'd be like, "I have real shit to do. I'm never working on the yeah, podcast studio." Okay. I put it on Instagram though, and be like, "Look, everybody, the podcast studio." People are like it took lo- like the arena was built quicker than the podcast studio. Really? That is yes. accurate. That is okay. true. But this it's a legacy project, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's our gift back. So yeah. So Frank. When you walked in here, you started to tell us because and Frank's no Frank's no slouch to podcast. No, he knows it better than we do. And he's he no might know it better than we do. Yeah, he yeah. has a German a podcast in Germany called Euler's Talk. Exactly. That's and crazy. you and you break down not only the game, but the, the rules around the game. Like talk to us about what you're you're doing with the podcast in Germany. Well, the intention was um, I was um, inspired by the Cult of Hockey podcast. That blows my mind. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. David Staples, uh, Bruce McCarty, and Kurt Levins. And what? <laughs> the reason why I set it up was I, I wanted to be um, a make a bigger part uh, of fans for the Oilers in Germany. And we do have a Facebook group called Edmonton Oilers Fans Germany. And we do have 1,400 members. Amazing. And those are, most of them are my uh, listeners. And... I started at the beginning of last season. We made a mock draft on the podcast. <laughs> and then we talked about trade possibilities and who would fit into the team and what's possible. And we are talking a lot about cap space and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And when the season started, I started to put up a podcast for every game, doing wow, doing small analysis, you know? Yeah. Game analysis, who was the best player, what was a good play and all that stuff. So you would do one after every single game, and and was that like the basis of the thing? Like it was, it wasn't like let's put one out twice a week. Let's put one out every Monday. For instance, it was like if there's no other game the next day, your German fans would know that there was going to be a podcast exactly. available for them. Exactly. And if I'm away for business reasons, I would tell them there's no podcast after the next game. Right. Um, I have seventy three episodes now. Wow. Yeah, you because I'm looking, and you did one after the Columbus game. Did you, you did it here? Exactly. We did oh, it. you did one still? Yeah, yeah you bugger. did one here. We did it. I the, saw you at the pint dancing. <laughs> where, where did you mix it in? <laughs> 19 hours ago, he dropped it. Yeah, Jeez. exactly. We, we made it in the hotel uh, lobby. Oh, very cool. We sat down, yeah. all, all of us, and I made a, a sort of a live podcast, uncut, yeah. and I put it on the air, uncut. That's the nation. Awesome. Way. You just get it out there. Like, lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just rock it. Worry about whatever later. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you going to do more while you're here than the other games? Uh, of course. Well, you should make use of this. I, I brought my equipment, just oh, yeah. a microphone and my a MacBook. Yeah. And that's how we do it. How many people are on just, are you the sole host and then you have guests? No, I never have guests. What I do is Skype interviews at home. Oh. But in the hotel lobby, lobby we were all sitting around. With and all I, the other German and fans. I, and I put them to the table and uh, asked them about the game. And it was fun. Yeah, see, it's interesting when you say that you don't just break down the game, that like the knowledge of 
everything around hockey exactly. in Germany, it kind of, you're helping with it, like with, with that, how the draft works, how the cap works. I mean, like how everything works, eh? So, so like when you started doing this, have you found like ever since Leon basically became Leon, that <laughs> it's just gotten way easier for you to get people to talk yeah. to you about the Oilers? Definitely. Yeah. yeah like definitely. It, I mean, Leon is rocking the show and that's why we ha really have a passionate fan base and you underestimate in Canada how passionate the fan base in Germany is for the Oilers. If you want to watch an Oilers game live, you have to get up at four o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and the guys do. They get up at four o'clock in the morning, they watch the game and then they go working. And I mean, you need a lot of passion. To These are my it. favorite kind of people. And what, oh, yeah. so that yeah, my, my ignorance, but like what channel, like what, would you get it on satellite? Like, are you no. streaming it no. on satellite? Like, what year do you think this is? You, hey man, they have rabbit ears. You'd be shocked what you can still get by satellite. I don't want to give away some things, but there's <laughs> <laughs> okay. because secrets? I just, yeah. Anyways. So, so how, like, do they stream it online? Most of them stream it uh, via the NHL Game Pass. Okay. Uh, yeah. We acquire the NHL Game Pass yeah. and they stream it on the iPad or on the TV or uh, on the um, game console. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And s sometimes uh, Oilers games are on Dazen. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Sport 1. Yeah. But that's, that's very rare. I mean, it's three or four games a year. And that's how they can watch the games. So maybe tell us how you... You and you individually ended up being an Oilers fan, and okay. then we can talk about the yeah, group yeah. after this. Yeah. Okay, I'll make a long story short. Make no, a long make story a long. long. We've got yeah, all yeah, the yeah. podcast. Yeah, your M check has to be out of here in forty-five minutes, so make it extremely long. We're gonna have to talk really fast and slow it down after, so we can get the podcast an hour before your M check has to leave. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, you stop me if I get too uh, detailed. Go away. I grew up in a, a little village um, in Germany near the French border called Baden-Baden. And we had a very big Canadian military airbase. It is now a civilian um, uh, airport. And I grew up with Canadians who lived in our village. We had uh, living blocks. Um, and I think uh, there were about 800 Canadians living in my little village. And we had a German-Canadian youth club. And I grew up with those other Canadian young people. And... The lady that run the German the um, German Canadian Youth Club, she was born in Germany but married to a Canadian. I think he was a captain, and he coached one of the military Canadian hockey teams. They had a league, seven military teams, and he took me to the games. I was you could go and watch. Uh, yeah, cool. I could watch the games. I, I was sitting in the dressing room with the players, cool. and I really got addicted to hockey and to Canadian hockey, and the Canadians were able to buy the Hockey News, the magazine. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I grabbed every magazine I could get, and that's how I learned who Wayne Gretzky is. Interesting. And who Mark Messier so is. So what years was this going down? Um, that was around uh, 1980. Okay, right around the time. That, right around yeah. the time, time uh, with the cup runs and all this stuff. And that's how I got in Oilers. They used to have great big spread, like big pictures in the hockey news. Exactly. And did you just like take those out? Like how, how old were you at this point? I was uh, 15. Oh, so yeah. So like that's- They're on your wall That's your perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. perfect yeah. age for yeah, taking that perfect. stuff out. Oh, cool, man. That's so cool. Yeah. And uh, that's how I got into hockey. But then I lost, after Gretzky and all that, I lost a bit 
the fan that happened here too. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, yeah. that's okay. That happened all a lot but of places with the cup, with the cup run, uh, 2005, 2006. So, where were you by 2006? What were you doing then? Well, I just listening, watch, watching. Were you living the, in the same, you've been lived in the same, yeah, yeah, Baden-Baden your entire yeah, life. Yeah, of so, what was it about the Oilers at that point? I know that they were obviously great and went about to start winning a lot of cups, but let's just say it wasn't the Oilers, like, and it was another team, you know, that would have been good at the time, like. Like was the it, Islanders it, or something. Yeah, like had that. the Islanders been good. Would you would you have an Islanders like podcast these days or like is what is was there it something that, about the Oilers? What was it something about the Oilers at that point? Other than the fact that we had the greatest player in the world. To be honest, it was because you had the greatest player, and because we were winners. I knew Mike Bossy, I knew uh, Brian Trottier, yeah. but I was addicted to Wayne Gretzky. You know, uh, yeah. everybody was talking about. It. But you couldn't watch any games. I've never seen an NHL games that these days. You know. I was just reading about it. So you were following the original 80s cup runs, like the results and the hockey The news. results, exactly. Wow. wow. But it just stands to what, like, the impact of a player like that can have. Yeah. yeah. At that time, <laughs> we could be having that exact same impact on some kid in, you know. We are. It, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just, it's it's it's, you know, and when and teams. Leon. And Leon. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for teams that have never had, like, a There's transcendent gonna, player. And, and to be honest, I think the Edmonton Oilers are just blessed because even if you don't ever win the Stanley Cup, you can watch Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl every night. And it's so much fun, to yeah. be honest. Even if you lose a game. I mean, we're all sad and mm-hmm. pissed off, but uh, you can watch them and they're just great players. We so. found a way at Oilers Nation to make our own fun. So we started doing this in November of 2008. And if you told me that in the next 13 years we'd be able to build what we build, I'd be like, nope, you're lying. If you told me they only made the playoff once in the first 14 years, I'd be like, what the fuck? How the hell did that happen, right? In 06, were you able to watch a little bit more by that point? A little bit, but only short, short stuff, you know? And you had to really look for it, really search it in, in the internet or somewhere. YouTube clips or something like that, but no games full time so it, it, you might, it must be nice now to be able to watch oh it's excellent i love it the team came to everything's worked out the team came together the technology came together exactly the global community came together exactly let's see and i was sorry i was gonna say like you can't pvr it. you have to be up at four because still they have to stream it you, you can know? record to on be, game but to be can, honest, you, can you record on game center i think so. you can go back and rewatch it you, you can you can uh, the game pass uh, includes a real life and I'm cheating, to be honest. That's okay. You don't <laughs> That's not cheating. I'm not, get, I'm not getting up at four. I'm getting up at six. That's just called uh, living a normal life. And I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing the relive and I'm doing my notes. And yeah. then I go to work. Yeah. And in the evening, I record my podcast. The, the, real challenge, the real challenge in that situation is staying off social media to see how they're doing. Well, he's sleeping he from four to six. He's That's, well, that's fair. That's, that's fair. no That's no problem at all. I found out first, I didn't, I didn't know that you can um, de- Mute, mute the words? No, oh. not the words. Um, usually it showed the result ah. on the on the computer. Oh, yeah. Oh. So when you go on and a game can, center. You can change it. You can change. Oh. You can take it off. Okay. Can, and that's what I did. And social media, it's just everything is turned off in yeah. the night. My phone is on air mode. That's so good. That's one of the things we juggle here is in Edmonton as Oilers fans, anywhere really, but it's like, okay, I'm not going to watch the game. I'm going to PVR it. I'm going to come home. The third period's yeah, live. Exactly. I have to catch up. Uh, no spoiler. No it's, spoiler. Yeah, and then stressful. some asshole will text you and go, <laughs> can you believe that that goal just went yeah. in? That's why, go, I, that's why I have my uh, phone on airplane mode. That yeah. is so smart. smart. That is very smart. smart. It's also stressful for me when I when I record a game and come home just knowing that it's like already over. Already, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's stressful. 
stresses me out. And then when you kn- or, or you know when there's going to be goals because it's already occurred, and then you're watching, you're like, how on earth is there going to be a goal in yeah, 18 exactly. seconds? Boop, boop, oh yeah, okay, I see it. So you guys went to that game on Saturday night. Was that a lot of the? How many? How many people are you here with? Twenty six. Twenty six of you. And is it safe to say it's most of their first NHL game or? I uh, know a lot of them. A lot of them have uh, come. Yeah, yeah, NHL game, yes, NHL, yeah. mm-hmm. but not Oilers game because the Oilers were in Germany yeah. two years ago. Yeah, and played the Cologne Sharks. Yeah, and a lot of fans saw them. Fans there. were yeah. there. Did you get to go to that game? Yeah, did I was it blow there. your brain? Like, was that amazing to see? It was, and uh, I met Nation Dan. Oh yeah, and there, and um, <laughs> he interviewed me in the stands at the warm up, and I said, "It's just amazing how fast Connor McDavid is." <laughs> He seems to pick up speed when he's floating. Yes. When he's gliding, that's, yeah. When he's gliding, that's just crazy. Amazing. It's absolutely crazy. For you being a lifelong Oilers fan, I mean, getting to just have the Oilers come to Germany like that, like how, how great was just that whole experience of having them come to you? We were all so excited. And I remember me standing in front of the hotel where the players uh, stayed and waiting for the players. <laughs> and... Some of them really took their time and mm-hmm. gave us autographs so and uh, chatted. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, for example, oh, was one. No, of course. He's a saint. The answer, Ty Reddy. Was the, answer, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the answer to the wrong question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was a bit annoyed because some other players just passed us by and said, oh, I have to go to shower. And uh, that was annoying because, you know, they come down once and we're. It's for us, it's a experience of a lifetime mm-hmm. and they just pass you by so that was a bit younger players or older players we don't have to name names unless you want to name no names. i don't want to know no, I, i've privately heard the I name don't specifically know. about the one who put a priority to shower over fans was it leon no no no, 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 leon, no, no, no. leon stayed, stayed uh, at his house uh yeah. he wasn't in the hotel he was with his family that's gangster is connor showering no, Chalmers. Want to play this no. game where I just guess no. every player? No, no. it was Tyrell. Okay. I mean, no, it wasn't. Connor, Connor and Oscar came around the corner. They were excellent. Good. There's, there's two types of players. I, I mean, think. he was bothered. You know, you can tell he was bothered, but he he took his time. Connor's, Connor's always fine. bothered. He's bothered. Yeah, by he everything. looks bothered. If he's not bothered playing too. hockey, he's bothered. I'd be bothered too if I was Connor <laughs> McDavid. Because if you just let me do my thing, I'll get you 400 points. Why does everybody want me to do ads for banks? Right? Every yeah. ad he's doing for Adidas, he of looks course. annoyed. Like, oh god, Connor, you're making millions. Look happy. I, I've heard a story about him doing that CCM commercial where he had to dress up. And the day he showed up to the rink, I guess he wasn't in a very good mood. And he was like pissed the whole time. And the commercial turned out like amazing. He's hilarious in it. Yeah. But apparently the whole time he's like, I don't want to wear this costume. Like, this is dumb. That's dumb. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah, be a baby. Be, yeah, he wants to be scoring goals. Well, well advertise, advertise can make a fool out of you, can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. For sure. I think it's like Connor is very dedicated to being Connor McDavid. And I don't think you can be as successful as he is without letting some things go. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. when it, it like, have you seen the documentary about his knee? Yes, awesome. When he's talking about flexing his quad muscle for five seconds and stopping and sitting there in complete isolation, flexing his quad to get ready, all Connor McDavid wants to do is yeah. score goals yeah, and win exactly. cups as an get back on the ice. Yeah, that's all he cares about. That's but, all I care about. That's all I want well, for well, me. It's it, all Connor wants for course. him. We're on the exact same page. It's on fine this. with us, isn't it? I think, oh, yeah. Get him out of these ads. Get him out of the. If he doesn't want to do it, we got other shit to do. If it means him getting 20 more points, absolutely. Yeah. I know that like, I get it. Like when you're the best player in the league, there's a machine around you and all this stuff. It's better like, than if he fell in love with being a celebrity. Yes. Right. Course, if it went the course. other way yeah. and he's like, I'm not going to be mean, but I'll be a little bit mean and talk about like PK Subban, for example. Exactly. Right? That's the exact, that's the best 
example. For he's the, a gym rat, PK yeah. Subban, right? He's very, and he's he's also a very nice guy. I like what PK does at the children's hospitals yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But being an NHL player is part of PK Subban's well-rounded breakfast. It's yeah. one dish, right? Yeah. Whereas Connor McDavid is like, I have one item to eat, and that is fucking cup wins. <laughs> that bitches. is Cheerios out of the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I think it's losing. It's something to do with losing focus. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you're a celebrity, you're losing focus on your on your game. You want Connor to be a little bit of a nerd, like. Sidney yeah. Crosby, right? Mm -hmm. Sidney Crosby has been worried about being Sidney Crosby and nothing else. Exactly. That's right. He's not Connor McDavid isn't going to drop a rap album. He's not going to appear Hopefully in a dancing not. with the stars. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's his afterlife. That's the second chapter. Yeah. Like if, even if you look at like other by NHL standards and NHL standards are pretty boring. Usually most players in the NHL aren't very, their personalities don't come through. They have them. But we're yeah, not even by NHL standards. Connor's a little bit dry. I think it'll probably get better over his career. Yeah, so is Leon. Leon's the driest That's man like, on earth. No, fuck that. He goes and says fucking phenomenal to the he started his personality starter. So he's starting to come through. So I guess yeah. this is a good segue into Leon. Like it's it's amazing. We've got a we've got literally a group of twenty six Oilers fans, but we also have a group simultaneously of twenty six Leon Dreisaitl fans. And I just like just tell us what he means to Germany because let me let me frame it. Has a on. German player ever led the league in scoring? Never. Who? No, no. <laughs> when was the last? You uh, Krupp. Who was born in a German? There's somebody who was really Danny Heatley. Danny Heatley. Yeah, he's he born yeah, in he was, Germany. Yeah, he was born okay. in a military base. In born in military. He's probably born on the so south. That was the last German to lead the league in scoring. Yeah. Just in case you don't think I know shit, your M-Truck, Danny Healy was born in a military <laughs> Danny base. Healy also has the record for most goals scored by a rookie in the Alberta Junior Hockey League, which is just something random, I know, but continue <laughs> on. There you go. You think you know Always something? Always try to find a way to <laughs> get that professional. Danny, if we're doing Danny Healy stats, he? he also wants to... But oh, anyway. oh, okay, so, so let's go back to Leon. So Leon, leading the league in what scoring. Was it like, what was it like? What, did you hear about Leon when he was in minor hockey? Did you guys hear that you had somebody in your ranks we knew. that was going to launch German yeah. hockey forward 25 years? Hockey-addicted people knew there was a son of Peter Dreisaitl. Who is, so I know that he's Leon's dad, but who is he to you, Peter Dreisaitl? Peter Dreisaitl is a hero to me. And you want to know why? Yeah. Yes. Olympics 1996. Go on. Shootout against Canada. What? Yeah. Shootout against Dreisaitl Canada. Dreisaitl scores. Is no. This no. Not you don't know the story? No, no, we don't. Okay. You got to tell it. Germany played the Canadians in the final round. I think it was in the regular round. Yeah. The round uh, robin. No, it was a uh, quarterfinal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? And Germans made it to the shootout, and Peter Dreisaitl was running to the deciding shot, and it. I think it was. Um, I can't remember the goalie, the Canadian goalie, but Peter Dreisaitl shot, and the puck went through the goalie. And stopped right on the goal line. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. I was oh. crying in front of the TV. It didn't it's, go in. It, it just stopped on the goal line. Oh. And Germany lost oh. the game. Oh. You got to pull up the video for so that. So what did time. he do? It's on YouTube. Yeah. What did YouTube. Peter Dreisaitl do when he missed it? Did you like Leon and make the grumpiest face of all time? Well, Peter Dreisaitl can make a very grumpy face. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the DNA. But to be honest, um, I was a bit disappointed because uh, Leon is so, so tight-nipped around here. Because he didn't wave at us, uh, something like that. He gave uh, you a stick wave after he scored. Yeah, you told me he gave us a, yeah. uh, a stick. He's I didn't, I didn't realize that. But yeah. he's not coming to the to the boards and give us a smile or something like that. But in Cologne, in Germany, he's completely different. In the summertime, he's just walking through the town and he's just a, a different person. He's not on. Well, and he's, he's the on. head coach of the Cologne Sharks. He was. Wasn't he fired? Juve Krupp. 
a point. Oh, until January of 2019. Sorry, that was. Yeah, that, that, that oh. was Peter Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was the coach when the Oilers were in Germany. Yeah, yeah well, it's all coming together. Your Emcheck, can you queue up and make sure that when we put the article up for this show, we see Peter Dreisaitl do his. Is that Eric? Okay, that's it. Oh, that's Sean Burke. Oh, yeah, Sean yeah, Burke's it. the goalie. Sean that's Burke, exactly. Okay, if you're not, if you're at home watching this, that's Peter okay. Dreisaitl. All right, sorry, we're watching. It's this. going sorry, five hole. It's going silent. five hole. It's, Where's the puck? I'll share the clip on our social. Where's the puck? Where's the puck? Where's the puck? It's squeaking through somewhere. And right now, Frank there is it just is. Frank, oh, just Frank doesn't go in. Wow, go Frank in. is yelling in his oh, TV right now yeah. when he's a kid. Albertville, Frank. That's hurting oh. me. Look, 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 look. See the puck rolling to the line. And what happens? Does it, it just stop? It just falls. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, Holy oh, shit. No. Go Never Canada. In my life. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> oh, Sorry. wow. Did that, did that just open up? Okay. A, oh, my God. Is that Leon's dad? Yeah. yeah, that was Peter. That was Leon's dad. Holy shit. I didn't even know his dad. Dude, I had no idea. Uh, his, dad, very... his dad was an amazing hockey player, really. So tell me more about Peter Dreisel. Those were amazing he, like, jerseys. What, did he play in the German Elite League? Pardon? What did he play in the German league? Yeah, like, he where, played in the. He was. Uh, he, he played in the German. Was he league. a power forward like Leon? He no. He, I wouldn't call it. He was a technical um, a dangler. Like you who know? would you compare him to in the NHL? It's hard to say. It's hard to say for his Wikipedia page too. It doesn't he, have much about is he him. Like Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau. <laughs> no, not that. Not that. But like Check maybe toned down a bit more physical. A bit more physical. A bit more physical. Okay. Like a Kachuk? Was he like a Kachuk boy? No, he wasn't annoying like because uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, in, in that video he didn't look that big like in terms no, of tall. He's six, he's not, he's not he's six feet one ninety. Oh, Never okay. in my life have I seen a goal go a five hole That's where crazy. the puck hit, wow. rolling, rolling to the line yeah. and then falling oh. down. <laughs> All right. That's the hockey gods right there. Let me. I think I got. And this. Just hold on. At that point, it's okay. Just go, hold go. on. Okay, go. I figured out what happened. So when the Oilers mit, when teams miss Oilers nets, like they're playing and they miss an open net, it's Connor on the bench controlling the puck with his mind. Probably. If Leon's dad scores that goal, maybe he doesn't meet Mrs. Dreisaitl. Maybe Leon's never born. Maybe Connor had to That's go back. That's 1998. Leon's maybe, already born. No, that was 92. No, that, I think it's 92. It was 92. Okay, 92. That's way before Leon's born. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was you know it's 2020, Leon's right? Leon's Connor would be a 96 don't, birthday? Don't 95. So what if Connor 95. reached through space and time and prevented that right. goal from being going in? Don't he go down that road. <laughs> would you trade? Okay, here's a question. Would you trade that goal going in for Leon Dreisaitl now? Never. That must have been the biggest thing to happen in German hockey. eh? Think about that. How that's like the worst thing ever, but led to. Yeah, but never. So talk about, would we trade Connor for a Stanley cup? And the answer is no, no, I want a Stanley cup more than anything. You know what you lose? You lose the pleasure to watch him every night. Yeah. And it's not the same if he's playing on another team. We sat through a lot of real shitty hockey here, right? And we had Oilers Nation, and I had to convince myself Eric Cole was going to score 100 points. I knew he wouldn't, right? With Eberle and Hall and the Nuge, like we were so close to having a really amazing core, then to watch it all go to shit was so frustrating. And it was such a mind melt to think all the bad trades, all the games that added up to no points in the standings, it was all leading towards Connor. And the whole time we're yelling like, why wouldn't they remember the one year if they'd won one more game, they would have yeah. something, something and yeah. then something. It was all leading towards Connor. So exactly. a lot of bad shit happening sometimes there, leads to- There is to a, a hockey gut. There, somewhere. There, yeah, yeah, somewhere. I believe. Yeah, somewhere. So where were you when you found out we got Connor McDavid in the lotto? Where I was? Where were you doing when you heard? I was at home sitting on my couch watching TV. You found out live? 
Yeah, I've, on, on on social media. And what did you? What, what do you? Re- what oh, do you I remember? Was thrilled, thrilled to death. I was at a restaurant in town, and nobody was watching in the restaurant. And I saw it, and I saw the card come up, and I thought, oh, we draft fourth or whatever. But then my brain's like, why is the background of that card gold? And I could feel my brain chemically changing, and I shrieked like a schoolgirl. And the waitress dropped a tray of drinks because this guy out of nowhere just squeaked like a horn or something. Best I, day. I didn't know that much about Connor McDavid, but everybody was talking about him, Connor McCheeses and how was he yeah. named, and he must be a good hockey player. So I knew Edmonton won this lottery, and I was amazed, because, but I didn't think he was that good. It's the greatest day of my life. I, I didn't I didn't, I didn't know that much about him either. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, wow. I don't watch junior hockey. Oh, Sorry, I just don't. Um, Man, I, I, but, I, I don't watch junior hockey. You just pay attention to sports. No, I knew that he was like going to go number one and that he was like the next coming of Christ, but I hadn't seen him. Uh, like even in the world juniors, I didn't focus on him. I just wasn't paying attention. I'm still man. shocked you thought Leon Draisaitl was alive in 1992 for the Albertville Olympics. <laughs> um, the, the question I no. want to ask is, like, we were talking about, you know, like people who knew hockey in Germany knew that this was Peter Draisaitl's son and he was, you know, highly touted from a young age. How excited were you when you saw him put on an Oilers jersey? Like uh, it's that that must have been almost infinitely cooler than McDavid's colliding. Yeah. That was much more exciting than getting Connor McDavid yeah. for me really? personally. Yeah, and I really started buzzing when he went to the Oilers, and they had that really awful season with Dallas Eakins on the bench, mm-hmm. and he was playing forty games, and then he went to the he was sent to the Kelowna Rockets, and that's when Kick I the shit out of the no, WHL. That's when I listened to Kelowna radio every single night when they had what? a game. Really, I wow. was lying in my bed with my earphones on my ear and listening to the games. And they had a good broadcaster, a good play-by-play commentator down there. I don't know his name. And I listened to every game and I knew that Leon was picking up his self-confidence and picking up his game. And he said every night, man, this player, Leon Dreisaitl, he's a horse out there. And that's what he's representing today in the NHL. He's a horse. He's working. He doesn't look very smooth on the ice. He's more a working animal. He's he's more stomping than gliding. But I love him. I love his physical presence. The way he protects the puck is just amazing. When he sticks his butt out in the corner and someone's trying to get the puck, there is a 0% chance you're going to get the puck unless Leon decides you should have it. Your commitment to the team is remarkable. I I can't get over it. Like I don't even know how to go about trying to find a Kelowna Rockets broadcast. If I was outside, if you want, you can. but if you want, I to, mean, you can. But once you found it, like once you find it, you're probably just like, I can't believe I found it. This is going to be amazing. It's interesting to hear the stories of being an international Oilers fan throughout the years. Yeah, right? where cr- it went from like I had to celebrate my cup win because I saw it in the hockey news to in the future. If you knew then that in the future you'd be listening to what Leon Dreisaitl is live on Kelowna Radio through the magic of glass, you'd be like, Wow, the future is bright. It is. Hey, <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, I, I think just the dry settle connection. How how big? Because like here, obviously, it goes with the saying we love him. How big of a star is Leon in Germany? He's growing into a yeah. real big star because uh, all the media are now jumping on the bandwagon mm-hmm. and uh, realizing he's doing great stuff around here. But um, it's annoying because they don't know too much about hockey. They know the German Hockey League, uh, but that's a completely different animal than the NHL. Mm-hmm. And then they they you know it could happen once. They write, Peter, uh, Leon Dreisaitl scored five uh, points, uh, four goals, uh, one assist. And the other night, he doesn't have a point. And they say, 
Oh, he's in a crisis. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah, we do that too. Don't worry. Yeah. It's, just yeah. ridiculous. We'll be, it's just ridiculous. They'll be like, oh, Twitter Leon. is like that. Yeah, Leon yeah. looks lazy. He's a yeah, 15 yeah. point scoring lead in the NHL. And I was really, we were really pissed off when there was the discussion about his contract. I mean, I, I agreed. It was a, a high value contract. What a deal now at the time. And it was, it was a lot of money. Wait until you I, see the next contract he signs with the Oilers. It's going to be a lot. Hopefully he'll sign with the Oilers. We'll throw everything at him we need to. We'll give him half the arena. But I knew he's going to be worth it because this player was development, development every year. He got stronger every year and his, his line's always going up. And that's why I knew he would be worth it. And the missing trust in Canada to mm. him, what was something that was really annoying for us Germans, you mm. know. I mean, I, I, it's okay that you uh, f- um, like your Canadian stars. I, 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 don't, a, I don't know. You have a hell of a player in Leon on the team. I, and I don't know that it was necessarily that. One of the interesting things about being an Oilers fan is, like, I remember when um, uh, the goalie, Kavi Bulin, showed up, right? Nikolai Kavi Bulin showed up. We're like, whoa, this is crazy. Like a Russian guy. Wow, cool. And then Yakupov showed up. We're like, oh, he'll be friends with Kavi Bulin. We make up stories in our heads, right? I, I don't think that the mistrust for Leon was that he was German. Mm-hmm. I no. think the mistrust came because we'd been promised so much from Hall, promised so much from Yakupov. Yakupov broke yeah. a lot of hearts, right? Yeah, of course. Because he came in here and like Oilers fans, bless us each and every one. We get behind our guys, right? Like if, if yeah, Neil Yakupov is the Definitely. guy, Neil Yakupov is the guy. It was a bad draft <laughs> or whatever. But when Leon showed up, I remember when we drafted him, I was at the pint, which you know, right? We're, we're having a draft party. We're having a draft party. This is tradition. And I was just, I, I was sick and tired of drafts by that point. Right. A lot of people were. Yeah, right? of course. And so like, oh, here's the new guy. We all got to get behind. Oh, good. Let's just have he's nail Yakupov, too. Right. And mm-hmm. subsequently, Pooley Arvey, too. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody got behind Pooley Arvey. So I think the mistrust maybe had a lot to do with just we're like jilted. Gir- like, love. yeah, we were like, prove it. You yeah. know, like, like, you know what? I don't want to. I'll, I'll see. You. I'll believe you when I see it. But never in my mind to. did I think Leon Dreisaitl is Leon Dreisaitl of 2020. What the fuck? Yeah, he's really amazing. Oh, so let's, yeah. let's like talk. You, you knew he was on that progression. That's the thing, because like you, you, you've yeah, known I've, his story followed, from a young age. So you knew this. he had that development in and, him. And you know, that's what I, what I said before. If you guys would know what it means to play hockey in Germany, you wouldn't believe that Leon is a player he is today. Because it's so hard to be a hockey player in Germany. We only have indoor rinks. And every city has one or two. Big city has two indoor rinks, and a smaller city has one indoor rink. But not all of the cities, because they are expensive to set up. Mm-hmm. And when I played beer league, I was a, a shitty beer league player. What position did you honest. play? Uh, defense, okay. because I wasn't good enough for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but we had to practice at eleven o'clock in the night, up to uh, um, twelve thirty, and you only have twenty-four hours for a rink, and you have to press all those teams. Um, into the training schedule and there is no pond hockey in Germany because we don't have the temperatures Mm -hmm. and there's no um, rink in the backyard or something like that. So it's amazing that we do have those hockey players uh, coming up now like Tim Stützler and Peterka um, and all those guys. Moritz Seider out in Detroit. Moritz Seider, he's a heck of a player. He's a beast. Do you so like it's starting to change a little bit now? Do you it think in, do you think that in ten years we could be talking about Germany being on the same level internationally that Finland is now that they're winning all these goals? Like, can you see a day where that comes? I doubt it. I would wish, but I doubt it okay. because it's just so so 
difficult yeah, yeah. to to you just need like a hundred arenas to yeah, appear exactly. across and, the country and, and to build up arenas is isn't affordable at the moment for german i thought people. i thought the olympics would have been a catalyst to help fund and 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 create demand for more rinks yeah but the germans didn't want the olympics you know well but that's a hell of a story but don't you though. guys have like awesome speed skaters and stuff like that like no, you have bobsledders there's there's sliding sports extraordinaires yeah the, germans. the speed skating arenas are different arenas yeah. but why why is i that? don't know i have no and there's idea. only like eight people at speed skate so but, you only there's one arena ice yeah They're indoors yeah. right yeah how many speed skating tracks do you have? In I have no idea. <laughs> Guarantee you, I'm not, not many. speed skating. You know what's going to change all this Oval is when Leon wins a cup. Leon winning a cup and all of a sudden mass demand says we love hockey. Is that going to impact more rinks? If everybody all of a sudden, Leon Dreisaitl Day, shaking the hand well, of the premier. And he would bring the Stanley Cup to Germany. To Ber- yeah. You know, it would help uh, young kids want to play hockey, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't be able to because it's expensive and they won't have the rink. You know, if I want to play hockey and there is no rink in the, in the let's say, uh, to the next 50 kilometers, there's no hockey rink, that kid won't play hockey because parents won't drive him 50 kilometers mm-hmm. to the rink to get uh, practice time. So I met this guy one time down in Mexico, and he owned an arena soccer team, right? So indoor soccer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. Why'd you buy an indoor soccer team in Mexico? And he's like, it's because I want the rights to people in this state. So in soccer, there's like a business to be made and the different infrastructure required. But like if you have a team in Brazil, you lay claim to everybody in your territory for mm-hmm. your team. And if you have a new Leon Dreisaitl, Leon Dreisaitl would have been sold to the Oilers. Yeah. You would have somewhere along the line in German hockey made yeah. Oh, yeah. a $20 million transfer of fee. He, he would of get course. it because of like like Bayern Munich's buy, they bought Alfonso Davies. And I, I, that's that actually, guy. I wanted to talk to you about that a little bit. I don't know how big of a footy guy you are, but how cool is it? Well, that, no, like, just a second. I had a whole thing going okay, here. Okay, yeah, okay. didn't hold on. Now. I just <laughs> want to make sure we get this out. That's maybe why it, there's like a disincentive to create hockey players is there's no money in it for yeah. anybody. Whereas soccer, there is. You can sell a 12-year-old, which sounds yeah. terrible, but you yeah. can. Yeah, and I have a nice story about that because um, <laughs> when the, the World Championship, IIHF World Championship 20, uh, 2017 was in Cologne, and I was um, a volunteer for the transportation service, and I met Peter Dreisaitl, and I, I talked to him and said, Man, Leon such a great player, he's developing, and he said, that doesn't count now the game against Sweden. That's the game he that didn't counts. care. He, he is Leon's dad. He, he didn't um, care about no fun. Of course, it. he cares about the Oilers. Yes, but he yes. said, that's gone. We're out of the playoffs now. Leon's here and he's playing for a German national team. And it's important that we win this game to make hockey a greater sport in Germany. That was on his mind. Wow. How that, old is Leon Dreisaitl? He's 23? 24. 23, 24. So he was born in 1997. 95. This is what I would say to Peter Dreisaitl if I saw him. I'd say, Peter Dreisaitl, I'm sorry you didn't slip one past the goalie in 1992 in Albertville, but I'm happy you slipped one past the goalie in 1995, <laughs> resulting in Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. That's what I would 100%. say. 100%. Oh, and, and, and for that, <laughs> and for that, uh, for that particular world championship, Leon, like, they, they lost game seven in like in 30 hours he was playing for the German yeah, national yeah. team so the world champ because he cared. Yeah, he cares. And he knows that his presence in the team helps the team and helps making hockey a greater sport in Germany. Who did Gene Principe interview the other day? The German coach? Was it the coach of the national team that came on the air? We wouldn't know we were at the game. No, no, this is like two weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago, intermission, Gene Principe interviewed two ah, guys yeah, from yeah, German yeah. That, hockey. That was Tony Söderholm, the, the, the coach of the national team. And the GM, right? And the, the GM, yeah. exactly. And, and Gene was saying to him, like, 
does Leon support German hockey? And they were really happy. You could tell as happy as German people get on TV. But they're like, yeah, that's good news. He's very supportive of German hockey. Is that what he you is. Like? Yeah. To be on a plane, like you said, 30 hours later, be playing for your home team. You don't have to do that. No. You want to. Especially after playoffs. Like, like yeah. He's, he's, he's banged up for sure. Cause yeah, that's, and, and he was disappointed because yeah. they lost against the Ducks. And yeah. So he's mad. That's where really Leon showed up on my radar. Cause like, I didn't like the year where we pushed him to play 40 games. Now I respected that he went to Kelowna and won the Memorial cup MVP on the losing team, yeah, no shit. which is Outrageous. an amazing feat. But it was the, the, the playoff run we had there where just like you said, like he is a beast, like that guy activated yeah. and just turned into like just this he, he picks up, man. He picks up his game when it's getting really serious. Yeah. And there's a saying when the going gets tough, the tough get going. They do. Yeah. Do you think if Leon wins the scoring title this year and comes home to Germany in the offseason, his dad will be nice to him? <laughs> he might smile. Do you, or is he like, I don't care. You didn't win the Stanley Cup. No, 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 no. He would care. Would he be happy or would he be like, why aren't you he doing push He would be happy, but probably have a grumpy face. <laughs> they both just have grumpy faces. They said, they said to Leon in an interview, like, why do you have such a grumpy face? And he kind of like made a weird, like another face. It was like, this is how I look. You could tell it got in his head a little bit. I've seen a lot of Connor McDavid grumpy faces these days. Do you think he's rattled? He's not leading the league? No. I, I no. have a lot of people no. outside of this right room. There's something wrong with him, but there's something. There's a lot of people outside of this room that say the body language says oh, that Connor is Jesus not. Is not Connor doesn't care that all he wants is to be first. Connor wants to win. He, he, he does want to be the best. He, but he does want to be the best because he's a sportsman through and through. But Stanley Cups is but, number one. But uh, the, the the success of the team is is on top for Connor. Yeah. And, and Leon, Connor. Leon Connor, they're boys. Like they're friends. It's not yeah. like they're enemies. I never yeah. said they weren't. I like friends. To pretend that they're friends and they text. When in Jay the beats me, no, no, I have a, I have a lot of people outside this room and say they're fighting when jr beats me not not like people's opinions not anybody that knows anything but when me and jr have a competition he beats me we're friends i'm pissed off so the fuck is wrong with me I yeah, don't but, know. but we're having a competition against each other we're not on the they same are team. having a competition yeah, against but each other on, but for we're the top not score on the in the team. nhl yeah, connor but, connor's happier that leon is leading the league in scoring than the alternative yeah i guarantee you yeah. of what him being him leading? being 12th in scoring and oh no 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 and you know what i think the connor's alternative the type would be connor one dry settle two i think connor's the type of guy that he i think i think he likes that challenge like, yeah, sure. Like, he's missed the games, right? And that's where, like, Leon's really taken off. Yeah, it's but not like he's not passing it to him and then letting no, him... No, no, no. And it's and also going to be a relief to have the pressure, not just on your just own shoulders. Saying. There's somebody yeah, but, else but, here. I, but I bet you he likes the challenge. Like, we all know right now, and it's been reported now by the, the Oilers release, that Connor's been sick for the last little bit. And so we, that's why he looked a little flat. And I think the whole team looked flat on Saturday. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I actually think he probably likes to have somebody to chase. I bet you that invigorates him. Like, no, I'm, that's... It's not going to mean he's not going to pass to him on the power play. Yes, I believe that he also is more motivated by this, but there is a part of him that goes, every time he gets a five fucking point night and sees a dry set of cut six, he's probably like, this is fucking bullshit. No, because they won. Yeah. yeah, I get it. But deep down inside, he's sitting at home with his burn doodle and he's like, fuck burn doodle. What do I got to yeah, do? Meanwhile, Leon's over there with him. Yeah, Chalmers, you have a lot of good takes. This is not a good take. <laughs> that Connor's not happy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, I agree with Tyler. There's a, lot, yeah, there's a, there's a part of the... I don't think he's happy. I wouldn't be. When, when he's Chris never Parker, happy. That's that's his secret power. Can, can, like, maybe it, I'm not wording this correctly. He would rather... He, he He's not... Does he want to win the the point race? Yes. Is he upset that Leon's ahead of him? No. no. If it was Patrice Bergeron ahead of him, yeah, he'd be fucking ticked it off. Was, yeah, yeah. Here's what you're witnessing. You're witnessing the after effects still from Chris Pronger leaving town. When Chris <laughs> Pronger left town after the 2006 Stanley Cup Finals, we went from having the best day of our life in Game 6 to 10 days later, it was all gone. 
we there's a portion of society who will never love again as a result because he's still hurt from it going to shit and Todd Harvey didn't even go to shit on the ice either like it had to be something so fucking stupid it's hard to love again yeah I don't like it and so it's hard to give your heart to Connor I do give my heart to Connor Connor has every ounce of my heart so does Leon don't worry that he's mad he's happy here I just want him to be happy wanted to leave town Connor doesn't want to leave town this is the most matter. happy. Yeah, they, this they, is the most happy I've been in a long time. You should be. When yes. I'm watching a one to nothing game, even though I have the over and I am fucking rattled, and we still almost got to the over. By I the know. way, <laughs> that was incredible. Well, let's 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 talk about that. So, okay, we have 26 Germans here that flew all the way. They left Frankfurt as a team. They came from all across country and different countries because there's people from Holland, Switzerland, Austria. Exactly. Yeah, in Germany. So it's it's quite an eclectic group. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they all landed here on Friday. And kind of maybe just. Walk us through your experience in Edmonton so far. Okay. We went off the plane and we we loved the snow. We loved the coldness because we had no winter in Germany this year. There was rain, it was fog, and it was warm. Oh. And we that was That's depressing. Yeah, it is. It is rain and fog all the time. (laughs) And we liked the weather and we were all excited because of the game on Saturday. And we were walking around Roger's place the whole Saturday and having big eyes. What do you think of Roger's place? It's amazing. an amazing arena. It's a really amazing arena. What's the first thing we did when we walked into the arena? The first thing we did, we went to the Photo. souvenir sh- store, the fan shop. Everyone had to get their dry saddle jersey. It's looking yes. good, by the it's way. It's a beautiful yeah. jersey. Yeah. Real good. Yeah, they Frank, are really Frank's really rocking a third. I uh, really love the alternative. Yeah. yeah. So the, the hat you have, the a, right? did you get that hat made? In Germany, the store. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, it was here. That had. I was gonna say you did it per like it's perfect match. It's, <laughs> it's a custom it's, hat. Okay, I didn't know. So that it looks it's perfect. One, it's it's the one of Oilers talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I let it made in. I let it make in Germany. Oh, so I brought okay. it over. It's not. Yeah, from- that's okay. That's my point. The color of the hat and the oh, color yeah. of the jersey. He's yeah. He knows what he's up. doing. Yeah, man, he knows what he's doing. Work. So. You know, you're in town now for 24 hours, 26 hours-ish, because now, you know, when you landed versus when the game started. And what were your thoughts? Because uh, I got to sit back and watch these guys because they're fighting jet lag. Tell me about the uh, the game, especially the first two periods. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we had to fight the jet lag, me personally, most, to be honest. I was very tired. And can I, can I be honest? Oh, please. Yeah. We were shocked uh, in the arena the first period because it was so quiet. Oh my God. And if you know German hockey, the fans are singing and chanting the whole game. And one of my uh, uh, buddies said, you know what, it's the loudest in the intermissions at Rogers Place. Oh my God. And that's somehow, it's ridiculous. we We couldn't believe, you can hear, we were at 211. Yeah. And we could hear every pass on the ice. That wouldn't be the possible. people in the lower. The people in the lower bowl are way too cool to be standing up singing. For one, don't we agree? Yeah, no. Going to the game, in the going, NHL stands and sings, except maybe not. And, and, no, and we really had the intention to to do chants like uh, "Let's go Oilers" and something like that. But it was hard to get going because there was. What do you think on. the problem is? What. It's a cultural thing. It's like a cultural we, we, see it from, a, we, see we, it from new eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, it's a cultural thing. We, we do have a very passionate fan base for German hockey, and they don't sit. They stand in the stands, and they sing, and they chant, and they drum. And the others sitting, they are more quiet. But those thousand, two thousand people, they are really rocking the show. Damn it. And that's what's missing. And I, I think if you go to a... a a hockey game in the NHL, you want to be entertained. 
You mm-hmm. want to watch the game. You want to be. You want a quiet game. You don't think of the players on the ice. You don't think how do I motivate them? How do I make them play in a better game? It's just you want to be entertained. It's a completely different way of watching a hockey game. I think there's been like several things that have occurred in North American sports, and it's led to now tickets are in decline, right? So going to a Rogers place game versus going to a Rexall place game, the costs increase by 100%. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the people who go to the game shifts. Yeah. It's like affluent older people, right? Affluent older people are like, I'll pay $240 to yeah, sit of here. Course. I'll they have can. a prime rib sandwich. I ain't singing or clapping for nobody, yeah. right? Alcohol is extremely expensive. And I'm not saying that you need to have alcohol to have fun. But, but it helps. It, it helps, especially if you made the playoffs one year in 14. <laughs> yeah. The third thing wrong is that the staff at Rogers Place have been clearly instructed to keep that place safe. So when we first moved over there, there was a new line in the sand of what was good conduct and what was bad conduct. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And mm-hmm. if you can't bang on the glass, like I've, I've, a, I got an email from a guy, people like to DM me like bullshit that happens to them. Right. And I always apologize on behalf of the Oilers for no reason. And he said, I, I was sitting, I let my kid have my tickets and I'm sitting center ice, lower bowl. And he went to the game and cheered. And the next day the Oilers phoned me and said, your son was making too much noise in the stands. Unbelievable. And the guy was like, what do I do? Because I've paid my money. Mm-hmm. I love the Oilers. And they're telling me my son is not allowed to cheer. Yeah. And, and, and in, in Germany, the fans are the seventh player on the ice. We're not allowed to be. That helps. Well, that helps. Want to. Do we know well, that, that this kid wasn't true. being that's like belligerent? That's what home ice advantage is, right? Is yeah. your fans are behind you providing that energy. Do we, just hold on. Devil's advocate. Do we know that this kid wasn't being a dick that, and, like, that, and just ruining the too. experience like, for everybody? Let's just, I've, I've, like, I've heard 10 stories. Rick, okay. go, Rick goes and screams his face off all the time. But they again. know who Rick is, right? And, and like, I don't know, but just there's lots of stories of people around. You must have heard people being told to shut up by arena people. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you you got to think of the team. You have a big penalty kill. I agree. You help the team. I agree. If you cheer for no, them. No. We used to. It's changed. It's we only, yeah. the new arena. It's changed. We only we only activate now in the playoffs. In the old arena, there was that section. It was the very. They were the cheapest seats. They're they were very high. Yeah. It was called the gallery, and that was always the rowdy section. Yeah. And that that was kind of like we the nucleus that with the of the vibe. So you're so, yeah. so you're right. The playoffs is like standing no, up. I know. I know. I said yeah. yeah like 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 the shit. Like this playoffs. Yeah. We stand at pretty much the whole game well we won't we, we don't stand we're not standers we're not standers on we the stand. playoffs we stand when they score no we're not standers in the play but we're, we we but we do I've get into games where we're standing for long periods of time oh, yeah i remember Maybe, 16 17 man that plays like oh yeah as much as we're talking should talking about you know the atmosphere and i agree with you like the atmosphere in some regular season games especially in that columbus game for a saturday night uh, when you're in the playoff hunt it was embarrassing but 16 17 it was quiet that whole regular season yeah, yeah. But but don't you remember how crazy that place oh, yeah. was? I we activate in the playoffs. There's Pierre, LeBron, Elliot, yeah. those guys were like, "This is the loudest rink in the NHL." Yeah. Again. Yeah, that's we're, we're 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 zero or a hundred, and that's the thing. We have to be we have to be in the playoffs to be a hundred, and that's the unfortunate thing. So we have to try to work and be better as fans. Because I will give the others credit; they're they're doing better to kind of make it prompting us to try to get and be more loud. But like we also have to participate and make that decision. There's also a lot of Oilers fans that haven't in their adult lifetime seen really any playoffs oh yeah so if you have a couple years of playoffs and that excitement can go into next year do you remember the year after the 06 cup run how patrick stefan in the first game of the next season missed the open net or one of the first few games no. of the season no. he was skating on in a very famous play empty net plays for dallas and the puck hops off his stick 
and he misses an open net, and somehow the Oilers were able to yeah, score. Yeah, Marchant put it to center to Jarrett Stoll, who put it over to a streaking Hemsky, and, and Hemsky scored. scored. And yeah. it was like the after effect, the after echo of the 06 Cup run was still happening next year. Okay. We haven't had that to draw from in such a long time now, I would argue. Like yeah, yeah. You know, a couple it, of years behind the playoffs, it'll get better. It, it, yeah, as we adopt a winning culture and then yeah. we actually feel like it's legit. Um, yeah, I think I think that that'll at least give us a little bit of foundation to kind of lift things off. But uh, that game, holy shit, was those first two and a half, like the first so, four, so, 50 minutes of that game was horrific. So yeah, were you guys falling asleep in the stands? For the first two periods, uh, they were they were sitting back and they were just quiet. I could just no, see them. nobody fell asleep. I can. Their eyes were that. watering but, over. Uh, me personally, I had to fight my eyes uh, in the third period. So, what did you drink to fight your eyes? Nothing. Oh, no, no, not even like a coffee. Bailey's. A, we're, or, we're on the mission to get you a Dr Pepper, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah he's got to try Dr. I Pepper. I have a big problem. I'm a non-alcoholic. That's not a big problem. That's that's a that's a good problem. A <laughs> big problem is I'm a Calgary Flames fan. You can hey, be a non-alcoholic. Hey, that's all good. Don't just get him get him a Dr. Pepper, but also go to 7-Eleven and get him a Dr. Pepper Slurpee. Ooh, yeah. Because Dr. Pepper Slurpees are the greatest thing they in are, the they're world. They're the best flavor. They're oh, by crash. far. Hey? Yeah. Mm. But I think I think so far, you know, like the first gap, yeah, we won. That's all that matters. That's and there was at least exactly. excitement for about three minutes there. Connor the McDavid scored. Yeah. There was no Leon Dry settle points yet, but we know we've got a lot of hockey to watch. But uh, I think one of the fun things when everyone kind of get like these guys are they're all and, and women. It's an eclectic group, like I said. We uh, they're fighting jet lag, but they they are here. They're on vacation, like they are here to have fun. So we all went to the pint. Did exactly. you like the pint? I liked it a lot, but my other buddies they liked it more a lot, a lot. <laughs> you can go to the pine and have a non-alcoholic night you can watch chaos yeah, i watched so I watched. we got there rick took care of us had a couple cooler pops that was fun and we sat at the table all of a sudden it's just like it, it was they all stood up at once and they're like okay we're going to the dance floor so they all just like stormed the dance nice. floor and then hung out there all night and then i requested 99 red balloons oh nice. uh, nice. uh, yeah, they're just going crazy for it. but they, they just they just stood on hung out the dance floor and drank all night like they're, they're a fucking phenomenal time, and that's a. I guess that's a. It's got a German. Does it uh, suck that the there. most famous German song is "99 Red Balloons"? Oh, Du Hast. Yeah. Well, oh, I, yeah, I yeah. asked them which song to, to request. They told me that, so. well, I haven't. I haven't heard that song for years. Oh. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a bumper. It That'll is, play. We'll is. get that to play tonight. It One is. of the charming things about Edmonton is that we don't get a lot of visitors. Right. Yeah. So like Jay's really taking it upon himself to try and really build this tourism side of things. Which I think is really cool. Right. He's, he's doing an amazing job. When you're at the, you. when you're at the pint and the dance floor gets stormed by German people and they're having a good time, <laughs> it changes the vibe in the room. Right. Really? The other. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. And one thing, cause we, we, we hadn't traveled a lot. He and I, and we started traveling a lot, like maybe in the last 10 years and going and being backpackers. Right. Okay. And you realize that like, if there's 2000 Swedish people in Helsinki, and they're going out to party. It isn't just about people in Helsinki having fun. It's about like a community of people, right? Okay. So having you guys at the pint, having been to the pint 10 million times and never seen a German person in my life, it's really cool, right? It's really cool that the Oilers are something that's like bringing you guys over here and, and bringing us together, right? We have a lot more in common that, than we don't. Right? That's my impression. Everybody is so excited to have Germans in, in the town. And that's so nice about it because everyone's so nice. Oh, you're the Germans. You're the, and when we left the arena, one asked me, are you one of the Germans? And I said, yes, I am. Oh, it's great to have you here. And I said, how do you know that I'm German? Oh, I, I read on Twitter that you are in the, in the arena. And that was nice. It's just nice to be around here. There are places that have had too much tourism. 
Right? You go yeah. there and they're like, okay, get out of here, man. I, I want your money, but I don't want Edmonton's it. Not, not We've never had home. any no. tourism. Yeah. So we just think it's fantastic. Right? Yeah, it's it's so it's so fun to walk around with the guys. All right, the Germans are just chanting the, the group's name, wanting to take photos. Especially even today, like the the all the media. Yeah. They, they, they wanted to. Yeah, tell to, them about who came and saw you guys. Okay, where to begin? Uh, Tommy G came by G. as always, handsome Tom. Uh, Our favorite Louis. Louis DeBrusque. Louis. Yeah, came and said hi. He was, he was happy to see all the 2 9 jerseys because that was his old the number. King, the king of the puns. Uh, Gene spent a lot of time with the guys. He? he was pumped. Uh, I think he did an interview with Bjorn, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Reed came by, Reed Wilkins from 630 Ched. And then at the end, Jack Michaels. Jack Michaels. Which, the man. Which was super cool for these guys because if they're not watching the game, they're streaming it with the radio while they're driving or whatever. So, like, to, to hear, to see Jack in person, who's been a voice I in can't their even head. get 630 Ched to stream clearly when I'm driving down 50th Street <laughs> yeah. in Capilano. And these guys can get the it. Driving down. Internet helps. Yeah. True. Yeah, well, I wish I could get that because when I'm listening to that, I just. You don't can't flip get the internet? Out. Maybe that's why in you don't truck? know when Leo Chalmers. You can't get the internet on your phone in your truck. No, that's why I watch the game. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. So I stream it on Shaw and I watch it. Stream it on the Oilers which is app. Hugely dangerous. I mean, Jack Michaels, he's a legend because yeah. Of, yeah. two years ago I was listening to the games. I didn't watch them, and it's just, he's just amazing. What do you think of Bob? Bob's Bob. Jack Bob's is Bob. a, that, a, that, that so Jack, is 100% the correct thing to say. Jack is a legend. Bob, they know Bob's, Bob's Bob, Bob in Germany. You're <laughs> oh, they know it in Germany. It's funny. Oh, that's so good. They, they, Jay, and I, Jay and I have talked about it. We've had some great chats. But it's amazing, <laughs> though, so how plugged in they, like this whole oh, group just, is so These guys are more committed to hockey than I am, guaranteed. Oh, it's honestly, for, for me, like, like you, 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 like I, I, I hope you guys are having fun, but for me, it's it's equally as fun because I get to watch and consume Edmonton through your eyes, which is just yeah. so invigorating, right? It's so fun, and that's why we love doing this stuff because we're engaging with people with, you know, and creating, you know, building these relationships and, and get to meet such great people just around a team that we love. Yeah. And it's crazy when it's, you know, we're talking to a bunch of Germans that have a completely different upbringing and live Bob's in a different Bob, world. Though, yeah. Who know right? Bob's Bob. Like, so we what, know yeah. Bob's and Bob. It's, you know Bob's Bob. It's a Bob. huge connection point, and I feel it right now. But, like, what, so, <laughs> other than hockey, what is the one, like, what is something that you go to Finland and you do the spa thing? Oh, the sauna. The sauna. Yeah. When you can, like, what's the next best thing other than something hockey related that you've so done So I'm hosting so a group of eminent uh, other fans, hockey fans, to Germany. Where, what are we going to do culturally? In Germany? In Germany. No, no, here. What? Oh no, in here. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, here. Uh, yeah, no, 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 here. Oh, no, I related sauna. it to. I related it to the, the Finns taking you to the sauna. Oh, okay. What other than just hockey related stuff are he, is he doing in this city? We're going curling on Wednesday. Oh, Crestwood that is fucking awesome. Crestwood yeah. Curling Club. Have you ever Shamrock. curled before? Shamrock. I, I've curled before yeah, yeah. because at that rink at that um, ice arena, the military had. There was a curling of course. Uh, okay. arena beside awesome. it, and I was there once, and I loved it. It's it's great. Yeah, so we're gonna teach them all to curl on Wednesday. Uh, some guys are gonna rent a car and head to the mountains. I think on Thursday. Oh, oh sweet. Yeah, they're gonna go to Jasper. They want to see some wildlife, so that's pretty cool. And then other than that, like it's funny because like there's there's a lot of like. Twitter relationships with this group with a lot of people yeah. from Edmonton. So like, they're like, some are going to dinner at some person's house and legit this because they're Twitter Get friends. No, it's so crazy. Awesome. Yeah, we, like, we, oh, that, it's it's insane. That's, the that's community. That's guy we met uh, at Cologne. Yeah, he and his wife, and we were in the in the brow house uh, after the game and had lots of fun. That's the he, first time that two people in a brow house, which I'm guessing is a beer house, beer house. where everybody's drinking, and you're like, "We well, gotta come see me in Edmonton," and then all of a sudden, they hey, did. you did. You yeah, came, yeah, you came and saw me, and you actually got no, in touch. That's great, but 
At the moment, I have to thank Oilers Nations for everything they do uh, do for us on the trip, oh. organize the trip, and everything you do for us uh, going around yeah, the town. Buddy, honestly, it's our pleasure. Like we I, really appreciate that. I, we're so excited. You guys get to ac- get more access than we could ever dream of. Like, you think if I asked to go to a pregame skate, they would say yes? <laughs> You're like, I it got twenty six. So when like, when Jay uh, posted the other night, uh, see, mom, I made it. Yeah, when he was on the photo uh, by uh, taken by the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, we, we infiltrated an, uh, the Oilers account. We got on there. Dan it's and about I. time, eh? <laughs> I was like, oh my fuck it, we're getting the photo. And then the, the the group's like, hell yeah, you are. And so that was uh, that was you a big it. moment. Well, that's a big moment for me. That's yeah, the thing. Like, okay. you guys are living my best life. Is what you're doing. You're helping is, him live his best life, which is life. just great. Well, Surveyor Brett took a f- so we did that group photo at the uh, pregame skate today, and Surveyor Brett isolated my face, and you just see that I'm so like happy. And he's like, "This guy's so excited." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" I'm like, I could never come and do these things, and then yeah, why not? Man, you guys make it so fun. Like that pregame skate was fun. They're doing chants and they're they're applauding the Zamboni driver for 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 it doesn't matter. The ice. It doesn't matter where you live. You can live in New York. You can live on the moon. At some point in your life, you feel like your hometown's the most boring place in the world. Yeah, yeah, and you have to be fortunate enough to be able to go other places, Agreed. see that it isn't, yeah. and then come home. There's a lot of people in Edmonton who don't get that opportunity, right? So it's like Edmonton's at like the upper reaches of a small city still, mm. where you're like, I didn't have to move to Toronto. There aren't a lot of people from Toronto moving here. In fact, there isn't a lot of people moving in here out. It is growing, but I think that seeing the city through someone's eyes who's excited to be here when a lot of people around maybe aren't, it's very refreshing. It's really awesome. Yeah, it makes it me huh? enjoy and it. It's a nice too. city. I, I re- had a Beautiful walk yesterday down to the river over the Black Bridge, taking the football under the Black Bridge, and then walking down to the Millennium Bridge on the other side of the river. I really enjoyed it. The, awesome. the, the yeah, new snow, good, the yeah. coldness, it just, it's just... Well, and you guys are going to the game tonight? Yeah. yeah. What, what's your prediction for tonight, Frank? Yeah, Tell let's me. do it. Um, what are you feeling? The prediction is a win. Yes. I don't know <laughs> how it's going to be, but it's going to be a Your win. Your winning and over? And I'm, I'm pretty sure that Leon's having it. A great game after yes. I think, yeah. After the slump he had. Hammer the Leon dry saddle shot prop. A shot prop for <laughs> Over sure. Over two and a half prop. shots for Leon. Um, yeah, it should be good. I, I don't know if we're releasing this one until today or tomorrow, just because we had another podcast go up earlier today. But either way, your prediction, I'm hoping it's right. Hopefully the others get a win here. Yeah. Uh, and let's. I just want to thank you guys for coming. Like yeah. this is just something. Like if it thank wasn't for Dan for being on the show, oh, fun. And thanks for coming oh, on this the show. Great. Like if it, if it wasn't for Dan, like this is what's so cool. Dan goes to Germany. He meets a couple of a few of you, a bunch of you, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know, a co- great conversation comes out of it, saying, "Let's all come to Edmonton and have some fun." And you know, for me, like I, I'm a passionate Edmontonian, and it's just super cool to see a big group of Germans. And you're seeing that the city thinks it's crazy. And the city's yeah. really put yeah, it on for you. Twenty six so. people. People yeah. are like, "Holy shit!" But like, but that's but I, but <laughs> I think happening? that's cool. Like, there's like a, a little impact. But, but it's it's, I, it's amazing with the talk of the town. I, yeah. I, have, I have the feeling. That, oh yeah, oh yeah. Just well, we we we've been talking about you coming now for three months. Well, and because the Oilers are doing so well right now, and everybody's excited, and like, there's a lot of shitty fucking news out there. So when all of a sudden, yeah. twenty six Germans want to travel from Germany to come see the top scorer in the league, which is a German player who plays for our team. You know, it's something to feel good about, something to get behind. So He's the pride that's why the hearts, right? Yeah, yeah. Leon, yeah. we love him just as much as you guys do. Well, and yeah, the, exactly. the, uh, the and and they've and they've rubbed off on me so hard. I bought a dry saddle jersey on uh, on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, what, what color? <laughs> I went white. Oh, oh see, nice. Yeah. That's my for and the it playoffs. Looks shit hot. And yeah, you, I'm, and I'm you look good. Oh, yeah. You gotta worry. Yeah, wear a white jersey. You can't drink red sour puss. You can't get in a silly streak. No more, no more blue hypnotic. No hypnotic. Yeah, I got, I got to be very careful. That's why I'm not wearing it. I'm only wearing it for the game. I have it with me right now, and I want to wear it, but it like 
You saw me I eat lunch and I like to wear a lot of my lunch while I eat it. So Oh you got it. You, you know got, that in Germany. You got to oh. see him eat lunch, did you? Oh, that's <laughs> worth coming over here. Oh, I'll tell you just a uh, fun thing. Fun fun we had so much fun at the pint on Saturday that uh You took him for a donair? I went no, I I left them on the I left them on the dance floor because they're having too much fun. And I went home and I guess I was a chatty Kathy in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, you you tend to do that. Yeah, we we talked about it specifically yeah. a few shows ago, but you weren't here, so, so you, you weren't very No, it was the Vegas show. Is yapping a lot. Yeah. I wonder what you get someone ever gonna do. We I, know what you aren't you worried about? What I'm, you're I, saying? Some secrets might come out. I know it's it's very who knows what, what I might announce when she get, when you wake up and she's mad at you in the morning. Sweary. I was very sweary. Yeah, this time. Ah. Sometimes well. I'm I got a vulgar tongue, Frank, and I speak when I if I drink, I, I talk in my sleep. Okay, <laughs> just so you know. So it's a bad this combo. Our, this is our podcast. This, yeah, is this is what we talk what about. We talk. Well, this is so. This so, is what we do. Well, here's the, the here's here's why Frank is here. Obviously, we wanted to have you know someone from the trip on. on. Of course, we always do. But uh, Frank asked. Frank, but Frank asked on um, on Friday night. So we had like the kind of just uh, acclimatization night where land, check in the hotel, go to the pint, eat, have a few drinks, and then then get to bed. And Frank's like, "I'd like to go on one of your podcasts." So I was like, "Oh well." Owen Radio with Dan. He's like, no, no, I want to, I want to tell the real life one. Like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, like it's, it's all about. I'm like, beautiful. It'd be an honor. Oh, an and ones too, too stats driven. Well, well, I know, but it's it's very team specific. So I did. So maybe we'll have Bjorn or something on that one. Yeah, Frank wanted to come talk well, real life with us. I think I'm like good enough for the other podcast. Oh fuck! Wait Frank, a minute. You think this is the know. worst of the two? Frank's Pun? done interviews with you <laughs> now. Frank's this is like Frank's fifth interview of the day. Busy medium. Is it really? Oh, he's working it. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. These guys are now Edmonton royalty because all the media. Oh fuck! I watched all the media walk by and be like, "Oh, is this the dream group?" And then they like stay and like hang out with you. And then I'm getting sent texts and DMs saying, "Thanks for lining that up, Jay." I'm like, "What? Okay, <laughs> hey, take the credit." Yeah, fuck, big salad, me. <laughs> well, media guys need stories, and we are a story at the moment. Yeah. Oh, you're a great story. Great story. Yeah. For you. tonight, I'm going to the game. When I wear my black Oilers jersey, they're seven and zero. When I but or do I wear Leon tonight to support the Germans? But I, I, I thought I will hear, I, but it's I also the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Because we have matching jerseys. Don't okay. waste a seven and zero jersey right now. On the on, we the, need on the nights. What did on you wear on Saturday? The me and her were our matching black and white jerseys, like we have for all seven games, and they haven't lost. So I think I can speak on behalf of the Germans here. It's about the win. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and only about the win. True. All right. Leon has enough supporters <laughs> in. Don't worry. Yeah, section so, two eleven. There's going to be about nine hundred Leon Drysaddle jerseys wearing worn. All right. There you go. This is the exact moment you don't wear the black one. Just so you oh, know. Oh shit! Now, but uh, don't don't cause doubt now. Just saying. Because no. doesn't now now it doesn't oh, matter what go. he does. He's fucked. Chalmers has only had bad takes on this podcast. I am. I am betting on the knights now. I'm betting on the knights now. There's one thing: the team is bigger than any single you just, game. You just made it. A, you said shut out. You just made it a big deal. I don't believe in jinxes. Shut out. Shut out. Shut out. Who cares? Fuck! I thought we were gonna win. You that probably said shut out. Gentlemen, we have a guest here, and yeah. he's here international. Well, now he's <laughs> and if you can't behave yourselves, he's gonna go back. And home you're gonna and wear say, the jersey back to back games. On the Man, you are yeah. testing it. You are testing it, boy. Damn but right. that's the whole point of a streak. Yeah, like it's, it's, it it's only done. seven. It's only like seven it, wears, man. It's okay, but that's pretty good. Seven, seven and zero is in how long though? Like this year? Yeah. 
Seven and zero in ten games. I wish I could go one on a run game like last that. year. Six games this year. My Connor jersey that's black and white went zero and two, and now it's a decoration in my house. Good because I don't <laughs> need that be. drama. Yeah. I don't and need my, to bring that drama. And to my white dry is one and zero, so I'm definitely rolling tonight. I even I've, I even got a new freshly minted Ethan Bear jersey. And that thing is not getting touched. How many jerseys do you have now? Well, I got a little crazy. These guys, I'm, I'm hanging out with them, and they 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 activate the fan in me, and I was just excited. Yeah, you start to up. need money. You can start selling me one. <laughs> we'll reach. Rejuvenating, uh, well, yeah. but it's funny because I'm seeing Edmonton and I'm acting as an Oilers fan through their eyes I mean, and their a little, excitement. A little foresight would be to have a Leon jersey when you met them for the first time on, but you know, whatever. No, I think it was and a bigger impact. Later. I think it was a better impact to have them see how they, uh, you know, had, yeah, influenced me to buy a dry cell jersey. I think <laughs> I that was because when I did it and I showed the back, anyone I was like, yeah. To be, to be honest, happy. he's right. Thank Thank you. You. I, I couldn't believe it. He's wrong again. I couldn't believe it. He's buying a, a, a shirt, a sweater in the in the shop. And I, oh, are you buying a, a, sh a sweater in the shop? Yeah. Did you notice that he was also wearing Uggs? Yeah. What oh, are your Frank's on Team Uggs. <laughs> oh no, really? Yeah, Frank's on Team Uggs. Because he, because no, 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 Okay, no. Frank, ask him. Let me ask let Frank diss you. Yeah, you put words, put in, his words in his mouth or Uggs on his feet. What did you think of those Uggs? It's okay. No, that see that doesn't sound exactly like team mugs. What did you have to say about them? You said something very articulate. He didn't want to hurt your feelings. No, 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 no. What did I say? I told I, I told you about the 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 TV show. Yeah. The ranch. Yeah. Sam Elliott. Yeah. Wearing Uggs. The yeah. ranch. The ranch. The ranch. Oh, the ranch. Yeah. Even Ashton Kutcher shit for wearing Uggs all yeah. the time, and then they. They gave him oh, to him at, as a present. I and, thought you were going to help and me there. And he loved thought, his Uggs. Oh, I thought you end. were going to one time the past. That, that scene was a joke. I'm trying to be polite. Frank told me, though, yeah. you, you mock them until you wear them. Because once you wear them, you can I never mock. They're just slippers that are boots. Buddy, <sighs> fucking try a pair, man. It's, it's like putting your foot up. What, is that the fourth ass. thing I've been wrong? You like Uggs, too, or a something? I you. I'm not anti-Ugg. What? Yeah. I was getting ripped online for the Uggs. Yes, yeah. I helped. It was good. <laughs> yeah, they're photo. awful. I took the photo, put it on Insta, so and I was like, let's do this. I assume they are not very popular. Just with Jay. He's very fashion forward. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I just don't understand how one wears slippers that are leather that soak up water in a, this type of climate. <laughs> they don't soak up water. It just doesn't they make really any sense. They're water wicking. My, my feet water never get wet and they're toasty warm. And Saturday was an Ugg night. See, it was and there's another thing. I hate warm feet. Can't can't stand them. You don't need them. You rather have freezing cold feet? I would wear my slipper. I would wear my sandals right now if I could. You're so all right. So he would get all wet. So, so Chalmers is why well, having an upside but down. But he would day. get all wet. <laughs> I don't like wet feet. I don't We're mind grocery. He doesn't like Connor McDavid. He doesn't yeah. like warm feet. You are having an upside down day. <laughs> just, things right. are a little sixes is, and sevens. Is this? Is this? Is this? Is, I think this is like because you're like two weeks into quitting smoking. Yeah. It's like a new milestone. This is a month. Today's a month. Is it a month? Today is a month. That's he, he quit smoking. smoking a month ago. One month. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, my voice has never sounded worse. So irritable. Kudos to you, Chalmers. That takes uh, that up. takes Keep some will. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. It's Keep been it actually pretty fucking. Remember easy, your to be check when Chalmers used to smoke and he had hot takes. <laughs> yeah, and now, now he's getting yeah. and, and I'm drinking Red Bulls. This fucking no sucks. Yeah, no fun Chalmers now. It's like fun Bobby, who's only fun when he's drunk. Yeah, that's you. That could be, be. That could also be yeah. me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, 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 the only think? time I had fun with you, you were drunk. I was also drunk too, so maybe I could tolerate. So, are you that. guys gonna? So tonight, what's the plan? What's the plan for the game for so, the Germans? Yeah, yeah we're to gonna. We're, we're yeah. Well, Besides, obviously don't we know we're, we're gonna. We know we're gonna lose if he wears that to, black jersey. We're gonna go to a fine Edmonton establishment to gather our thoughts and come up with a game plan. Then we're gonna walk back over to the stadium. Nice. Hopefully, it's nice enough because it was too cold on Saturday. Maybe stop by the Wayne Gretzky statue, get some photos. Maybe going to rob the store again, and then go rob the store again. 
again. Thank you. Um, what's uh, Amanda. Amanda, but what's her Instagram? Uh, irrational Amanda? Amanda. Irrational. Thank you, Irrational Amanda, for setting the Germans up. Oh, they, yeah. It is going to be beautiful for your walk. They tonight. appreciate it very much. Yeah, we're going to go storm the store early, catch pregame skate. Yes. Cheer on to victory. And then we're going to take you to Studio 99. Oof. And have a party. And have a party. And then obviously going to go pop over to the pint. And, see and this time shaking. we're going to have a party without uh, jet lag. And no What's other? Studio 99? The bar in the arena. Yeah. Oh. Which one? Wow. Like, just hold on. The one, the the one in Ford Hall? That one like way up there? Yeah, up top. Uh, up, up top. In, in the, the building. It's not in Ford Hall. It's in the building. Like, it's in the rink. Oh, where? So, like, it's like on the loge level. I'm trying to wonder 99? if this is Chalmers. He yeah, didn't know when Liam Drysaddle was born. Have he I been there? He's been adopted by aliens. I've been there. Oh, I don't know. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm squeaking again. This is the one with the big 99 at the door when you walk in? That you couldn't be it. You couldn't be the one with the big Wayne Gretzky signature. You can see from across the arena. That's not Studio 99. All right. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. We've got Frank. Frank's got some fellow Germans that are sitting upstairs been waiting for us for an hour and 20 minutes. stomping on the floor. They're getting rowdy. It's an honor, sir, to have you in our city. Great. Thank you. We hope Pleasure. to see you Thanks again. Thank you for me. coming on the show. Once again, guys, quickly before we wrap up the podcast today, some love to the fine folks over at Japa as pipeline work kicks off in Alberta. Japa Machinery Group has new and used 36 and 47 ton excavators for rent. If you're down in Vegas right now and you happen to be at Con Expo 2020, go find them. They're at the XCMG booth. And don't forget, if you want to win some of the pens, if you want to hear why Bag Milk loves them so much, Head over to their social media right now, Instagram and Twitter, different ways to win. All right. Thanks for listening to episode 162 of Real Life. Big thanks to Frank for showing up, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.